words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. It's not going to church that makes you Christian. It's who you are. It's the fact that you are Christ-like. And I want to challenge you, if you would not be Christ-like, please do not claim to be Christian. If you will be the one person that people would look at and say, can I really do this Christian thing? Please don't say you're a Christian. In fact, and of course we know that they've said many times that Christians are the worst people to handle. You've heard that so many times, right? All I want to do for us this morning is just to challenge our mindsets, to realize that we have a high call. The life that we've chosen it's a responsibility. I have chosen that while I'm here, I'm a representative of a God that I claim that I love. And I think it is worth laying down my natural instinct and my reaction so that his life will be released and expressed through me. I think that's worth it. I think I don't, I often say that I don't even care if the dead are raised. If I can't get love, if my everyday life can't reflect God, if I cannot learn to subdue my flesh, if I can't choose my God nature over my natural nature, what else am I pressing forward to? That's what I want us to do. So we're going to sing that song again. But I want you to remember the little laying down of your life daily that he calls you to. You can't do it for him. I think that's more heartbreaking. The fact that you cannot pick your cross daily. You know, the fact that we're still so full of ourselves. The fact that I can see a man that I claim that I love who gave up everything in, in heaven just to come on earth for me. And I think it's too hard to give up my ego. I think it's too hard to give up my discomfort just to say that I love you back. So I want to challenge us, all I've, all I've brought to you today is that can we dare to be like Christ? Can we dare to die? Can we truly dare to be true to ourselves, to be true to this call? Can we really dare to be different? Can we truly dare? If he searches the face of the earth, he can find me. He can find me learning every day, laying down my life, I know that girl hurt me. I want to give her the peace of my mind. I want to scream at her. But no, I'm going to choose God. I'm going to walk into the office and know that that boss, he's horrible. He's cheating me. But no, I'm going to choose God. I'm going to learn. There's something he said to me. I have a signature in my email. And it goes, living fully to die empty. And it's a word that God gave me personally. But for the longest time, I thought it meant that God wanted me to live, to do everything. Oh, and I have so many great ideas of the things that God wants me to do. Until he said to me, oh God, I really don't care what you do. That's why I said I can raise stones. You're not here to do. When I called you to live fully, to die empty, I'm calling you to live fully to be all of me that I've put in you to fully just 
you know like Superman right or is it Spider-Man now so just rip my nature and be fully all that God has called me to and when I was going on that journey with him he started to tell me something he started to show me how inhibited we live do we know that most of the time we're never really truly who we are we're constantly reacting and responding to situation every single time pastor mo is my friend right if i call pastor mo on the phone today or maybe i just thought about him and i call him and i want to check on him he doesn't pick up i adjust he doesn't call me back the next day right i adjust okay the next day oh pastor mo is on my mind i call him again he doesn't pick up he doesn't return my call i'm adjusting again i'm not calling that guy anymore or i go to idara and i give her a hug and she gives me a cold response i adjust that's how we live every day constantly adjusting ourselves reacting and responding if we really want to live in identity, you're going to choose that no situation. I say to myself every time, I do not live in response or reaction to the situations or the events around me. And it's a conscious decision every day. You're going to have to choose that I'm not going to respond. There is a fullness of God inside of me that I'm not going to allow a human being or a person to hold me back from expressing because that is my love language to him to fully release myself so that God can bust out of me that creation will see me creation is waiting for me to release the God in me I'm going to say to myself that no nobody determines who I am no situation determines who I am that guy he chose to be mean to me, but I'm not going to let him choose who I am. He's done bad enough by hurting me, but I'm not going to give him that opportunity to then choose who I am. There is a God that I fear that is bigger than the situations around me, that is bigger than the things and the people around me, that I want to allow to have full expression through me. So I want us to love like God. I want us to be Christians. I want us to be Christians. The people that you see every day, they are the creation waiting. Are we not creation? Your wife at home, she's the creation waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Your friend, your boss, they are the creation waiting for the manifestation of you. What's holding us? Pride? Pain? Unforgiveness? Can you parallel that with God that you claim that you love? Is it really worth it? And I want to tell you that even me being here, is my journey of dying to self. The one thing I don't want to ever do in my life is to stand in front of people and hold the mic. I promise you, I did that in university. 
exactly 10 years ago and I walked away and I'm like, God, anything else? Anything else, Jesus? Send me to Mozambique, I'll go. <laughs> Send me to Kevi State, I'll go. And that's what I did for many years. Until God said, you think you've laid down your life, right? <laughs> no. I want all of it. Not some of it. Not sometimes. Not how you want it. Not how you please it. So I'm here for God and me. I didn't come here to give you a word, I promise you. I'm here today to tell God, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've been so full of myself. I'm here to say to God, I'm sorry that I still have sides of me that I feel that are no limits to you. I'm here to say to God, that I'm sorry that I've been selfish thinking that my journey as a Christian has just been about me and you loving God oh in my room and just being happy I know Jesus I love Jesus I'm sorry I'm here today to say to God Lord this is my life you can have it you deserve it it's not even worth it for you why would you even choose me but if you choose to choose me I would say yes Lord, there is no me, there is no part of me that is off limits for you. I'm here to say, God, you can have all of me, Lord. I'm here to say to God, I die to self. I die to my mindset. I die to the lies. I die to everything that is holding me back. I die to nature and I still let your life be revealed through me. I'm here to say to God, how can this little girl that knows nothing I said to my friend how do pastors preach I'm just still trying to figure out life too I don't know anything I'm also trying to figure out life like everyone why would you tell me to hold a mic but if God would say that this broken me this little me this incomplete me he wants to use it. I want to say yes to him. I don't know what that yes means. I don't know what he would ask me to do. But I think he deserves it. He doesn't deserve the 1,000 naira note I give as offering. That's not offering. That's not offering to God. How can you even think that because we're giving him money every Sunday, that's the offering he needs for you. He wants you. He wants me. He wants us. That's all he's asking. He's not even asking you to die on the cross. He's not even asking you to be ridiculed. I mean, thank Jesus. Christianity is funky now. All he's asking is that you break down the walls of your natural you. Everything you think is so you. Everything that is your comfort zone. That you, you think it's okay. I'm, I'm just an angry person. That you, you're holding on to. You think, oh, that's just how I talk. That you, that you keep holding on to. He's saying, can you lay it down? That I may bust out through you. I want you to know that every time you choose to gather, in the presence of God and you dare to ask him 
Show me your ways. Show me your face. It's not for us to have goosebumps and have a great time. It's that you have a responsibility that when he shows you, you will go to and show men him that has been revealed to you. As a father sent me, I send you. So as we sing that song again, please don't just be convicted by how great his love is for you. But let your eyes be opened that as you've seen his reckless love manifest in your life, we have a responsibility to love nothing less than reckless. We have a responsibility to love just like he did. And anything short is not worth it.
and a pain of hurt you've been hurt you've been broken you've been bruised and you're like what do I even have to offer you've been damaged in many ways that you've probably not even said to anyone you've looked at life you look at life and you're like life is so unfair what do I have to give I've been messed up what do I have to give and I just pray for you right now. I just want you to, whoever you are, whatever pain you feel like you're doing, dealing with, I want you to put your hand on your chest. And as you put your hand on your chest, I want you to know that that's God putting his hand on you and saying you are mine. You will not be what I have not called you to be. No one can name you what I haven't named you. No scar can cut into my love for you. Holy Spirit, just breathe on us right now, no God. Mend our broken hearts, oh God. I just speak new life to you. I speak a new beginning to you. I declare that the skills are falling off of your eyes. I declare you will no longer name yourself by your past. You will no longer identify yourself by the pains and the bruises you've gone through. 
but as you open your eyes and you behold on Christ you will see the Father and you will see yourself hidden Christ and you would rise up and take your place as his hallelujah hallelujah so I want to encourage us we can sit I know that pain is real I know that brokenness is real and I know that life can be very unfair but I want you to trust God I want to ask you if the only thing you accomplish on earth if the only thing if you can just set your heart and say to yourself you know I I studied psychology and they talk to us a lot about abuse and the effect of abuse. It's been said that abuse is one of the things that, especially sexual abuse, is one of the things that no person recovers from. Because you never wipe away the memory, right? And I remember this lady that I knew she was badly abused from as a child. And I, I was having a conversation with her. And she got her freedom. The day she realized that what the pain really does is really just shift. It's almost like, I, I'm trying to explain it in her words. She's like, as an abused person, you get scarred right and that scar defines you you then start to see life through that scar whatever type of abuse right and then one day she realized it's actually as simple as her stepping out of this scar and starting a new path she said something to me that changed me that day she said you know when we say his mercies are new every morning that's the word she said to me. She said, she realized one day that what that scripture means is that every day you wake up, you have the opportunity to create again. And it's a powerful tool or truth that we're not aware of. You can wake up tomorrow and choose. You're not going to stop remembering but you would choose that when you remember, I won't give you that power over me anymore. And I'm telling you a story of a girl that started being abused as a baby till she was a child. She was gang raped when she was, I think maybe 21. And she realized that I can either always be that girl that has been abused all her life, or I can wake up tomorrow and choose that. Oh yeah. That person is dead. I'm creating a new me. And that's the challenge I want to give us today. You know, we always say that, oh, when you come to church, you can come into church and the same you that came here will not be the same you that will step out. It's not going to happen magically. Yes, the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon us, but we have a part to play. We can choose. You know, the original translation of the Lord's Prayer says, 
in that part where Jesus said, Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth. He was saying, I know your will on earth in, in heaven. And because I'm here on earth, your will as I know it in heaven will be done on earth. Does that make sense? There are many things I used to think that as a Christian, you know, I can, I just need to pray and God will do from heaven. But I've learned, I'm learning that God is telling me, you, oh God, can know my heart in heaven and you would make it happen on earth. I remember going through a very painful situation and I kept praying, all things work together for my good. And every time I said that, subconsciously what I was saying was, God in heaven is going to make all things work together for my good. Until I heard God say, no, oh God, you can wake up and join me and look this situation in the eye and say, I'm turning you to work together for my good. I don't have to wait and say, oh, I can join him. That's what Jesus said. I do what I see my father doing. I can pick up that situation. I can be going through a bad marriage now. I can't get out, right? But I can start working for this to work together for my good. I actually have a lady she's having a rough patch in marriage. And she's decided that instead of sitting every day and praying and asking God to fix things, She's going to start asking him, okay, Lord, how are we fixing me today? And I'm saying that to tell you that as you look at yourself and you remember all the brokenness in you, all the ways that you can't be loving, all the ways you can't be like Christ, I don't want you to go with the mindset, oh, Jesus, and just be praying, God, make me, make me like you. We're already like Christ. His life is already in us. He's already working in us. It's how are you going to choose every day that is going to be his nature and not you? How are you going to choose every day? I know I have a temper problem. I was raised in this. I was raised like this. But I'm going to choose to wake up conscious and redefine who I am through the power of the Holy Spirit at work in you. I just want us to, as Christians, to stop giving excuses. Stop living like this. Father, come and do it. And God is like, I want to flow through you. I want to express myself through you. That's what I got from that picture. For many years, my worship to God was, God, I love you, Lord. And he's saying to me, no, God, I love you more. That's God is that every single day I wake up and choose that the life of Christ be expressed in me. That's my worship. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not okay to sing worship songs. I'm just saying let's not end there. Think about it. I think it would be so silly if all we were created. Like, I cannot wrap my mind around it. If I was just created to get a job marry a nice husband, have beautiful children, get in my car every day and go to work. 
I think that is so depressing. It can't be the reason why God created an entire universe just to watch us clock in and clock out. Can we live with eternity in our mind? Can you even live realizing that? I sometimes wonder. I'll tell you, one time when I went to Mozambique, I went to a place in Mozambique that is the poorest city in Mozambique. Then we went to the poorest village in the poorest city in Mozambique. Now this is poverty, you know. You know like, they don't have land, so they can't farm. They don't have water, they can't fish. There's nothing to do, literally. And I remember when we came, we said, we're going to the Ecclesia. It was in, in um, Portuguese. And the children were screaming and they started to run to the church. And they got to the church. The drums were plastics, like properly set up, but it was um, kegs. And I, I wept and I thought, oh my God, how does Jesus, how does God feel watching these people having nothing, giving worship and I, in my comfortable house in Lekki, will, will choose one day not to sing because God did not give me that contract I wanted. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that humbled me. And I started to think, how does God feel looking down on earth, watching my everyday life? How does that give glory to God? I just want us to shift our mindsets today. My greatest prayer, right, is that I will be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Because our minds are our biggest obstacle. I watched a heartbreaking movie recently, Unbelievable. And that set me on another love challenge. I don't know if anybody has watched it. Unbelievable. Anybody? It's a true life story of a little girl, I think she was 18, who was raped by a serial rapist. She reported the rape case. But unfortunately for her, she lived from foster care and has had a history. Now, psychologically, people re react to trauma different ways. The more common one is to break down. Hers was what you would call um, submersion. She wanted to pretend it didn't happen. So one of her, so she has two foster parents. Sorry, please follow me. The first foster parent came the day she reported the case. Then the next day, the second foster parent came, took her to, the, to a store to repurchase because the rapist had taken her shit. So they went to a store. She got into the store and kept insisting that she wanted to buy the same sheets that she had before. And the second foster parent couldn't understand it because like, why would you even want a sheet that you were raped on, right? So she goes back and calls the second first foster parent that visited her and says, there's something off about this girl. I think she's acting out. I don't think she's really raped because this is not how raped people act. She's acting too normal. And then they went to report to the police. 
and eventually sued the girl and they badgered the girl till she confessed that she was telling a lie. She really wasn't. And sorry, the part that got me was at the end. Eventually, these serial rapists would go to different cities and rape people until two group, a, a group of women, two of them, decided from a different state to investigate and then they found the rapist and found, so the rapist would usually take pictures. So they found the girl's picture in the archive. So they reported to the other states and that's how they eventually found out that she was actually raped. Now at the end of it, they asked the girl, what do you have to say? She was talking to her therapist. And she said that people do not believe anything that shakes their comfort zone. I actually wrote it down, I wish. She said that she learned in life that no matter how much a person loves you, once it takes them out of their comfort, they can't go that far. And that once people don't understand what you're going through, they label it whatever else they have, they want. And that broke me because I could have been, I, I am that person every day. I'm that person that would see that girl dressed shabbily. But because I don't understand where she's coming from, I don't understand what she's been through, I label her. I'm that person that would see the girl in my office, rude to me, snap at me, talk anyhow. But because it doesn't fit my narrative, I don't understand her story. I react to her. I'm that person every day that I see that child, that girl, my friend, that my friend who has an attitude sometimes, but I can't look past it to see that there is a pain inside her that is causing her to be the way she is. And I just label her. When will I start being the person that will tear down the lies in people's lives? When will I start being the person that would love you till your walls are broken? When will I start being the person that will light up all the shadow in your life? When will I be that person that will walk into the life of a person that has never been loved and hey, because I came, light came. We're the light of the world, aren't we? When will I be that person that my journey is to shine light in people's lives? When will I be that person that when I see people, she doesn't act like me, she's not as poised as me, as me. I can't deal with her. When will I stop being that person? When will I really be the Christian? that I've said that I've been for over 20 years of my life. When would I let the fruits of my Christianity scatter and fill the whole earth? Even if I start with the people around me. When? So I just want to challenge us. Can we not be the ones that just quickly place labels on people? Can we be the ones that peel off the label and say, there is more to you? Can we be the ones that don't speak death into people's lives? Can I be the one that speaks life into you? Can we start being the people? You know, there's something God says to me. He says to me, oh God, can I trust you that when I show you who a person is, you 
would love them anyway. That's my journey. I want to be that person that when I get to know you, people, even in church, we can be vulnerable because we're not sure who can handle all the crooked parts of us. I think it's such a shame if my sister beside me cannot trust me that life can come from me. What are we doing? What? Really? So I cry and I say to God, I don't, I don't want to be that person that when I get to know her, I know that and see all the ways she's been broken, all the rough edges in her, walk away like everybody else. I want to be that person that will meet you, see the darkness in you and rejoice because the light of God is about to burst from me to, 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 to you. be the ones that love recklessly that's your pastor that has hurt you and said rubbish you would love them anyway that's your friend that you would love them anyway because it's not your life that you live right it's no longer I that live but Christ that lives in me that's what we say can that be our everyday life Heavenly Father, we cannot on our own, but by your powers to us, all you need us to say is yes. You say to us that you haven't called us to figure out life on our own, but you're the one at work in us to will and to do, so all we need to say is yes. All we need to do is surrender. All we need to do is to live in awareness of who you are and your presence around us. All I need to do is to set my eyes on you every day, Lord, because as I behold, I will be transformed. So Heavenly Father, I lift myself and my brothers and sisters here. Lord, as you search through the earth, may you find us. May you find our hearts laid down. May you see us open. May you see us willing and humble so that your magnificent life will burst out through us, oh God. Can we be your church that will go out and show forth your glory? Can we step out and rise like the ones that creation have been waiting for? Lord, we say yes. It's time. Come and have your way in us, Jesus. Come and teach us, Lord, Holy Spirit. Come and lead us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 